0: episode of Did She Really Say That? This is the podcast that is disrupting the business education industry because we are pushing against the boundaries and breaking barriers for female entrepreneurs saying we are tired of the male modeling business and we are ready to rock it with the female business model. So you might find yourself at some point during this episode going, Oh my God, did she really say that? most likely it fell out of one of our mouths. i promise you it really happened and you really heard it because we're challenging all the traditional methods that are out there around how women build business. We're totally disrupting it. So we created Truth Bomb Academy to help women, business women like you that are stuck hitting that glass ceiling, that say, hey, I wanna break through, I wanna get to that millionaire mark, but I don't wanna do it with overwhelmed, frustration and confusion. So we teach you how to customize your business playbook so that you can have your business with fun, play and ease and definitely unlock your millions. Hey everyone, my name is Chef Katrina and I love the world of business. Now, I will tell you, I was a big fraud for a long time. You're going, what, did she really say that? I said, yes, a fraud. Because I didn't realize how unique women were for business, and I was teaching the male model of business thinking this is the way, this is the only way. <laughs> Lies. So, what i like to bring to you all here inside the Truth Bomb Academy is i like to bring the fun of processes and systems. Making it easier for you to go about your day-to-day activities without worrying about technology and the overwhelm. Really systemize your business and make it a lot more fun.
1: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. My name is Heidi Muma and I spent the last 20 plus years um, homeschooling my kids. And you know, you talk about being a fraud. It's like, you know, I actually think that's pretty relatable because, you know, it's like I homeschooled my kids because, well, quite frankly, I wanted to do it different because I didn't I wanted to do it and make it our own. Mm-hmm. And then when I went into business, it was like, well, I just modeled after what everybody else was doing because that's how you build a business. Wrong. You actually have to make it your own and you have to be who you are. We all, we talk about authenticity. Well, women, why are you trying to act like a man? Stop. And so we're, we're, we're approaching this from a woman's perspective and women's needs in mind. And it's like, I'm telling you, it's like, it's a game changer when your business becomes, becomes part of your life as much as homeschooling was part of my life
2: it is completely a different um, game that we're playing. Jim, join and us. i And I am Karen Angeli. I'm another one of the co-founders here at Truth Bomb Marketing. And I just want to show women that you can actually do exactly what these two already said. You can have fun in your business and actually enjoy the process. Because for years, I worked and worked and worked and got really frustrated because I was doing all the do. I would be the person that got on the calls with mentors and they'd be like, oh, you did it all. Good for you. Keep going. And that gets that gets annoying to hear. So I had to actually look at myself and go, what is missing? Nobody could have told me that. Nobody could have told me what was missing at the end of the day. So that's what I bring to this. I want to see more women go look at themselves with that perspective of how can I look at what are the subconscious programs that I'm running that are keeping me stuck, keeping me overwhelmed, keeping me frustrated, and how can I actually change them? So it's fun.
0: It is. I like it. It is. And I love how we always talk about, you know, what makes the difference, what makes the difference for women specifically, because we do have our own set of challenges in the world of business, Mm -hmm. right? We are always trying to do, trying to do more. (laughs) Uh, I know I've, I've heard from a lot of women over the years about, you know, they are at different points in their life with their children or different points of life in their business. So some of them want to leave the business in a corporate world altogether. Some of them are trying to manage the their family life with young children. Then there's family life with, you know, uh, teenagers. And then there's family life after the kids leave. So there's all different stages for women specifically. And what's interesting is that it does take us um, to really get in, I think, to to have this conversation around how do we manage time around those moments? Mm-hmm. How do we build a business that's authentic to us without in that state of overwhelm, because we're just adding more to our plate. Like you talked about, when we talk about money finances, you talk about getting smaller plates, mm-hmm. right? Making things a little more manageable, but we don't seem to do that with time as women. How many times, and <laughs> this is specifically for both of us, all of us, right? That's how many times, Karen and Heidi, have we heard like, man, I wish I just had more time in my day? 36 hours instead of 24
2: No, I actually don't, I don't want that. Like when people (laughs) say that, I'm like, no, no, wait a minute. No, I don't want that. Because the problem that happens when you actually do that is instead of actually spending time with you and figuring out more about you and how you work, you actually go, well, what more can I do? And that is what's exhausting women. Mm. That's what is literally killing. I don't care if you're a man, woman or child, really like this is what's killing us as a human race to go. What more can I do instead Mm. of how can I be more of me? And that's the piece of the puzzle when you actually grab that that that's when things actually start to change and you start to feel your life starts to feel more magical. You start to feel amazing. I can tell you from firsthand experience, you're like, man, how come no one ever told me you could feel this good? How come no one ever told me you could wake up in the morning? feel an ache or a pain and then go, you know what? I don't want to continue whatever thought process that was that created that. And now I can just leave that ache or pain behind. Nobody ever told me that before. And it was like, wow, my life became magical when I realized I could start doing stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And- but there was a point also, I think even for you, you're like, I just had to have more time in my day. Cause you weren't working in the medical industry for many years. Right. And I'm sure like you've come home, you're building your business in the background before like I'm talking before this, where you are now, this is where we're unlocking all of this. But previous to this, did you ever have that thought? Like, I wish I had more time to get what I needed done.
2: I mean, I, I never ever thought like, like this, this is just how my brain, I never thought I want more than 24 hours. Never thought that. Cause I always was like, that sounds crazy. I don't, why would, mm. why like that literally going to go to the why question with that. Yeah. But, um, I would always go to the place of, I don't have enough time to get this done. Like, mm-hmm. that would be a thought that would happen. Like, oh, no. And it would create anxiety. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, the piece of the puzzle that, like, when you finally get to the place where you're like, wait a minute, like, I things will get done when they're supposed to. Right. Not It doesn't have to be on a certain timetable like nobody's dying like that's the thing like that's the that's kind of the beautiful thing about my um my job as a nurse anesthetist. I literally could have days where somebody dies on me, but in my business, nobody's dying. Mm. So what's the hurry like what's the rush and so it's just like, oh, yeah, ha. if you were if you stop and remind yourself these things. But the key is just stopping to remind yourself, oh yeah, nobody's dying.
0: <laughs> okay. so, I mean, how about in that, I'm just kind of keeping it to the present because I know a lot of our female listeners are not where we're at yet in terms of our mindset and how we're looking at things. And we're dripping stuff on you and you're probably thinking to yourself, wow, that's I, I don't even know where that goes or where, where that is yet. And so it's interesting because I know when I talk with women, the things they always have concern with is how do I get more organized? Mm-hmm. That's typically one. How do I get more organized? How do I get things off my to-do list, right? (laughs) How do I find the time to do it? And then there's always this sense of, like you said, Karen, I just don't, you know, like I don't have time to get this all done, right? I don't have time to get this completed. And that anxiety that it creates is super, super overwhelming. And I I look at how women have been working in the world of entrepreneurship and we have such a massive to-do list that we create ourselves, by the way, ladies. We actually create our own to-do list. Uh, it's not given to us. And just like Karen says, you don't have, like, nobody's dying. And that ability to slow down in this world of chaos and overwhelm is really hard to do for women. Because it's not taught for us to slow down. If anything, we're taught to speed up. We're taught instant access to everything. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Instant access to a million dollars.
0: Yeah, you're going to have a, a poof, million dollars falls out of your butt. Mm-hmm. So, but the, the thing around this is that we have to get present to how we look at time. And I think that is one of the big things that Karen really, when we talk about what we do inside of our time magic, because time magic really was the creation of women don't view time the same way men do. We never have. Right? Would you agree? Like, well, how do you mean you've, you both are married, I'm not. So how would you view <laughs> Uh, time with your husband like how do you view time with your family like what does that look like for you because I know I view time very differently because I'm still single so I don't have like a lot of things in place but if for those that are listening that are married or have children like what is time look like for you all
1: I think often it's like it's prioritizing the things that need to be prioritized and I know for me, it's like, it's just, it's like walking away from something and being okay, walking away from it. And it's like, which actually has to, has you really work on where where's my focus. And I know it's like, I was just visiting with my, with my daughter who, and I, my two-year-old granddaughter and, and I think this is where my mindset has completely shifted around business and the time with them. And it's like, cause I did, I do spend time with them, but my, my daughter was like, look, it was like, when I, when I wasn't, it was like, I was working or I was doing something on my computer. And she's like, do you ever take a day off? And I was just like, no, I mean, and, and because and it's not so much that I don't take a day off. It's that if I don't, if I. I I enjoy the business so much that it's like, this is what I choose to do instead of something where I'm just wasting my time, I guess. I think it's like, for me, it's, I don't, I don't like to waste time and, and it's always looking at, it's like, sometimes people think it's like, oh, I'm just sitting on the couch talking with my husband and I'm not doing something productive. No, you are, you are. Building that relationship and spending that time with that person is important and it's important to you. And when you don't do that, your business becomes a burden mm. because it's stealing that time from you that, um, that, that you, that you would be spending on your business. You feel like it's stealing that time where really your business is, if your business is, is, um, that overwhelming, you, you have to look at things differently.
2: Yeah. I mean, so for me, I look at this differently than you do, Heidi, which is great. Like, I think that that's part of this whole thing. Like, I actually require a day where I go, you know what, I'm going to do nothing. Like, I'm just going to have a day and enjoy me. Because when I don't do that, it becomes my business becomes an obsession. Mm. And I realized that years ago. Uh that I was and I was working seven days a week like no question and it wasn't that I it wasn't that I wasn't enjoying it it wasn't that like I was enjoying the process like I, I wasn't making myself um go crazy but I realized like at a certain point I can't work like this anymore this isn't healthy for anybody you're not even supposed to go to a job seven days a week like I don't want to go to my business seven days a week either like for me I literally look at how can I create more of that fun time in my life and yes my business I enjoy absolutely but for me I want to also go wait a minute like I can do certain things in my business, but there's also certain things that I can't do in my business, and that is spending quality time with my family, with my husband, with my friends. Like, I can't necessarily do those things in my business if I'm always doing that. And I noticed that um, when I started my my entrepreneurial journey, I actually started ignoring a lot of my friends that were not in the entrepreneur world. Mm. and that i don't think is okay i think that that is a crying shame that i see a lot of women do and it's not it's not that like it's not that i did it on purpose it's that i was so hyper focused mm. you know? and that it was not a priority and i wasn't prioritizing it and so at the end of the day like when i started going wait a minute i actually need a weekend Mm -hmm. I actually need that. That is incredibly important. I'm not wasting my time. I'm actually maximizing my time when I get to be a human being. And so for me, that's the piece of the puzzle that I had to learn the hard way because Guilty as charged, I'm a workaholic. like I get it. Like that that is what I like, that's how I was raised. Like you uh-huh. work hard if you want stuff. And then uh-huh. as I started getting older and started getting more into this world of who am I, manifestation, the whole thing, I started to realize that because I had that mindset of I had to work hard, I always had to be doing something. I always had to whatever that was making my business harder than it needed to be mm, mm, True. that at the end of the day, when I started letting those thoughts go and started going, you know what I have done an amazing job this week and now I can let it go. And I can literally take my phone and throw it in the trash can because I don't need to deal with it today. I don't need to look at it. I don't need to spend time on my phone. And mm. so for me, I think that when that shift happened, that was the most freeing feeling to be like, I can actually be me and my business is still going to grow. Because that was the scary thing for me at one point where it was like, well, if I'm not there, my business isn't going to grow. I remember having that thought. But then once I started letting that thought go and going, wait a minute, that's not really serving me. I'm not meant to be working all the time. I'm not created to be like that all the time. I actually need to spend time in that feminine energy, in that creative place, in that place where I can just daydream and like do things that don't look productive but actually are really really healthy for my brain, my body and my entire well-being. So mm-hmm. for me that's how I look at it.
1: And that really takes knowing yourself because it's like cuz like I think it's like different personalities are going to approach it differently. It's like you're like I'm from a workaholic family. It's just it's in it's in our genes and I saw my fam and I saw my parents especially my dad because he's an engineer but he's also He's sore. He's, he's always doing something, but he's always doing something he enjoys. Mm. And it's like, and I think it's like, for me, when I, when I'm enjoying stuff and I'm, and I'm, and I'm going about my day doing it, it's not necessarily even work related, but I, I think of something, it's like, then I want to go and write it down. I want to go look at it because if I don't, I'll forget it. (laughs) And it's like, and so it's for me, it's like that sometimes, It's, I don't work 10 hours a day, every day. There are some days I do, but there's, that's, that's, that's like, um, rare. rare. Yeah. That's a minority (laughs) versus, versus I could work. I could be focused on my business for like an hour or two. And the rest of the day, I mean, like when I was up visiting my grand, I was taking my granddaughter for walks. I was doing this, I was doing that. And then I would go and work on my business for a half an hour. And then I would go do something else for me. It's like, it's the in and out of the business. And I think, and that's where I think it's like, it's, it's so it's becomes part of my life. It doesn't become a, it's not a separate, like I'm just sitting down to work and don't disturb me. Don't, don't interrupt me. Don't do anything because it's like, I can, I can be working and be doing and be talking and doing something else at the same time. And for me, that feels good Mm. to, for me, I enjoy that interaction while I'm working And at the same time, it's like, and that in and out during the day, I don't have to be uber focused. But like I said, it it all comes to knowing yourself and how you thrive and how you feel. Do you get the rest that you need? Because I think that's where so often women, female entrepreneurs, we don't, we get so uber focused. We don't take the rest. And that's where it's like, that's where I'm hearing you. is like, Karen, where you learned, where you needed to take that rest. You needed to take that step away from the business to let your, to for your, for you to enjoy the day and to enjoy life. And it's like, and I think for women, it's like, and, and I did find myself doing this, especially when I was um, raising the kids and homeschooling and, and building a business. And it's like, a lot of it was real estate. So it was, it was a lot of um, hands-on work and, I did find myself not getting the rest I needed because I I would stay up all hours of the night doing stuff. And then I'd have to get up early in the morning with the kids and all of that. But it's, it's really knowing yourself. And when we, when we got, when we got more into this time magic program that we do, it's like, it all became clear to me how my day goes in and out. And I don't to be uber focused on one thing for 10 hours that drains me, Mm. but to have, but to have work for, like, a few hours, then play, then come back to work, then go play, it's, like, that. It, that's what I thrive on.
0: It's mm. And it's interesting that you both said that because what I definitely heard is, I think, and I have a question for you around this one. When you spent time with your granddaughter or you spent time with your daughter, did you ever feel guilt about not doing your business? No. No. So that's one of the biggest shifts, right? Like, at least yeah. for me, like, I remember... And I know we've talked about this before and how many of you guys can relate to this, but I do remember a lot of times I would be out with families on vacation. I remember specifically going out with like a family vacation. It was the first time all six kids were in one place. The parents were there. All the nieces and nephews were there. And I was more worried about getting up a blog post, getting out the email and shooting my video and everybody else was out at the pool doing everything. I was like, I could not disconnect enough to get the rest. Mm. I was so worried about what I wasn't doing or what needed to get done. And that's been one of the biggest shifts, like you said, where I'm with like going into time magic is because it took looking at how I actually looked at time. It took looking at what I put, like as Karen said, is it when dying because you didn't do a blog post, Mm, but the methodology (laughs) that I was taught was that you had to blog every day. You had to email every day. You had to have something go up every single day. And that constant, while I could plan it, I'm also very much a person that kind of likes to live in the moment. And sometimes something that will, somebody will say or something I see on, on media or in the news will spark an idea, right? And I always felt like for a long time that as soon as I had the idea, I had to act on it. Hmm. I didn't, and it took a long time for me to learn this. And this took a lot of time around timing and planning to say it doesn't have to happen now. I can actually create this and post it later. Mm. But I had a really hard time not delivering in the now. It had to happen now. And so for me to release that and say, okay, no one's dying. Nobody's going to go anywhere. How do I learn to do what I want to do in my business, still have that productivity without it taking away from the life that I wanted to create? Because I left the corporate world to become an entrepreneur so that I could have more freedom in my life. Exactly. Yeah. And that didn't feel like that was what was happening. Right. I felt like I got into entrepreneurship and all of a sudden I had no life. Like Good You, less, said, right? you had less life. of a life. <laughs> like you said, Karen, I stopped talking to people that weren't entrepreneurs. My friends and everything else dwindled down to one, right? Because there was some shame. There was like, I hadn't made it yet. There was, I need to do more to prove that I can do this. Um, there was the sense that money wasn't great when I first, I mean, I literally did stuff, ladies. <laughs> if you, if you ever get me in a private room and are one of our mentorship programs and you hear about this, I will tell you some of the things I had to do in the very beginning as an entrepreneur, just to survive financially. And it wasn't something I'm super proud of, but to be in those moments where you're struggling as women, we don't talk about our struggle and we're, we're kind of placed in this place or given this space, like, You can't be struggling. You don't want to show people the struggle. We hear that all the time on media too, right? Don't show people you're struggling. That's not going to help you build your business. Then there's a yes and a no, but you have to have a support group. I think that's one of the keys. I think having a support group, especially for women that get how we're going through the struggle, because I felt like abandoned and alone. There was nobody that I knew that was an entrepreneur. Everybody worked for corporate. Who do you talk to, right? Right. So, I went seeking people. I actually created a lot of uh meetup groups and events just to find other entrepreneurs <laughs> to to be able to have those conversations that I felt I couldn't have with you know my previous friends because they still worked in the corporate world like they didn't understand what I was doing. They supported me. they wished me all the luck, but I felt like they didn't understand the a lot of the self growth that I was going through so but yeah, it it took something for sure. And what I like about what we've been doing is that as I went through the world of coaching, right, I coached, oh, God, I don't even know how many thousands of, of individuals I've coached over the years. Um, and, but one of the things I always found fascinating was how much women struggled with time. Honestly, they were the number one uh, ones. And this is, I found this really interesting. I think I shared this with you. Like, of, uh, the audience that's attending, uh, these big gurus, like a Tony Robbins and these, um, you know, Jack Canfield and all these really big, uh, business builders, right. All these live events that are going to, or even the online events, the statistic that came up when I was looking for this, like how many of this audience. And I even saw this in an email from one of the, uh, the gurus. And he said, 75% of their audience is female. Seventy five percent. So there's this this need, this craving from women because they are entering the entrepreneur force faster because they do want out of the workplace. I think just like me and like all of us, they want out of the workplace because they want the freedom to take care of their family, earn their own money, get paid what they're worth. I hear that one a lot. Right. I want to now get paid what I'm worth. Um but it was interesting that, you know, 75% of the audiences out there that are getting exposed to business education are women, and yet the information that's getting handed to them is in a male time management modality, it doesn't actually serve us. I mean, at the end of the day, that
2: just tells me that what is being trained out there is just not effective in general. Like right. that, that's what, that's what that tells me at the end of the day. So Um, and yeah, I did really say that. Like I would (laughs) definitely, I would definitely question and I look back at a lot of the training that I've done in the past and go, okay, did that really serve me? Was that actually helpful? And at the end of the day, the thing that actually started moving, truly moving the needle forward for me was actually spending time with me Mm. and actually getting back to me. And I don't think that that's trained a lot. I don't think that that's a piece of the puzzle that is talked about like at all, because I know like, and I said this earlier, I would I would be the person that would jump on the mentorship calls and i would be like look at the list of all the things that i've done and people would just stare at it and be like holy shit like nobody does this and then i would also like this is what really threw people for a loop i would also be like here's my plan for the future and people would be like holy crap what's going on in your business like this is awesome and i'd be like i'm friggin struggling like that was literally the conversation that i was having and people were just completely dumbfounded i can't tell you how many mentors i went through that were just dumbfounded i remember one like she was just like i don't know what to tell you anymore like she literally she would say that to me over and over and over again and i worked with her closely and she's like i see exactly what you're doing and I don't I don't get it and it wasn't until like I needed that though like this is something I want to get into everybody's brain whether it's around time whether it's around what's going on in your business whatever like when I finally went wait a minute it's not the doing anymore that I'm missing I'm doing the do like ladies you're probably doing the do if there's something that you're missing it's the you.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: the spending time with, wait a second, what are the thoughts that I'm thinking? Because I can tell you my thoughts were a dumpster fire. Like mm-hmm. it was a mess in there. And um, there, it wasn't always like always negative and always this, but it was definitely like I had certain, certain patterns that I kept doing in my thoughts over and over again. Oh. And when I stepped back and looked at that, It was like, oh, and so this is what I want to say with time. Like if you're looking at your time and you're going, I just don't have enough time. If you're hearing yourself say that, that's a thought that is on repeat in your brain. And I would definitely suggest take a look at that thought when you notice it coming out of your mouth or something like something that you're thinking over and over again. Maybe it's time to rewire that thought, reframe the thought into something that actually does serve you, that doesn't make you feel overwhelmed or burnt out at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. And then what's, what's interesting in mind, like when you say reframing the thought, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of women that are listening to this going, I don't know how to do that. Well, that's, that's fine because most of us don't know how to do that. <laughs> this is actually something all of us have learned, right? Is how to reframe our thoughts. And that's part of with working with women is, Hey, stepping back and giving yourself grace. I think you talked about it, the Mm -hmm. relaxing, the taking time, the resetting of yourself. And what's been really fun with, with time magic and what we've learned is we actually, we had it started off with multiple names and ended up being called time magic at the end of the day uh, because women do create time. And what I mean by that, like with Karen was talking about is when we can show you how to sit with yourself and actually create the intention for your week. Like we decided it wasn't about the tools you have, It's a lot about how you think about the week and the days and the activities and how do you feel about this? Because a lot of the times we create an anxiety or we create a whole nother way around how we look at our life and our business. So the first thing we had to do, and you'll hear a lot of science around this too, and I know for a fact, pen to paper is a game changer. As much as we're in a digital world, there is a cognitive process that happens, and, and Karen can talk more about this more than me. But having hand to paper and writing out your week, writing that down actually has you look at the how do you feel about writing that How do you feel are you writing this down hard? Are you writing down this softly? Do you feel good about putting this in your calendar? Those are the moments you have to start looking at. You've been given a specific plan right and I would totally assert at this point and I could be wrong. But a lot of the business modeling, and Karen, you kind of pointed to this, a lot of the business training that we've got hasn't been serving us, right? And that didn't add to our critical thinking, our lowering of our self-worth as women, our self-doubt, our inability to be authentically ourselves. Did all this training just pile on and cloak and hide who we really are as women? Because it doesn't match how we look at time? Right. And I don't, and this is what, this is part of what we uncover inside of time magic. This is actually what the work we look at. We constantly do is we have you look at, okay, what is your intention? We actually are are going to be creating this newly. So we, we've got a, a black Friday offer that's coming up really soon. Right. So black Friday's right around the corner and we're putting together a live six day workshop around time magic, mm-hmm. because we, we recognize, and we've pointed to this is that we first have to get our our mindset correct around this, and so many of us look at. I hear this all the time. I, I, I you know, do you set your resolution goals? How many people break that? Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of our our female entrepreneurs that have come through our program saying, you know, I don't know how to set goals. I don't know how to, you know, actually get to the end of a project, right? And that's one of the things that we keep hearing from women is that. They're learning that what they've been told about time and all these tools, you guys have been, ladies, we've been given access to a, a crap ton of tools, right? But I think it's interesting that when you look at how men view time, and Karen, we've talked about this, and I, we talked about this, right? There's a study out there that says men do men's hormonal cycle, this is hormonal cycle, is 24 hours beginning of day, end of day. This is the difference between men and women, and it's totally okay, right? But knowing that and knowing how men look at time and business, that if they're working on a 24-hour time day and their body completes hormonally and they're done and they're into their new day the next day, that's fantastic. But you know, women, we don't cycle that way. Our hormonal cycle usually runs how we ovulate for those that are still ovulating, right? That is part of our time cycle. That's where we dive into. And that's where it's so important to listen to your body. That is so important why you have to understand how you think and that it's okay to think that way. I always ask the question online. I'm like, do men and women approach business differently? And the answer. Yes. Right. So knowing that women, we, we can't do time the way men do time and they're actually looking for us to create time the way we create time. They want us to do this. And so inside of time magic, what we do over these six days is we walk you through this process of what what are you thinking, right? What is it that you actually want in your life? Because I don't think many of us women know because we're in this to-do of doing things that you may not even realize what's really important to you. So we bring you back to you. Hmm. That's the first part. We got to get you self-aware again. And self-awareness is key. If Without self-awareness, why are you building the business you're building? What has you built it, Right. And so we walk you through this process of, okay, we need this, this self-awareness and discovery. We need to get you back present again. And then we need you dreaming. <laughs> Do you remember the first time you dreamed? Oh my
1: gosh. When we did this exercise? Yes. I was like, I came up, first of all, I sat there and stared at the paper and I was like, I have no idea what to write. And then I came up with a few and I looked back at them and I'm like, but those are my husband's and my kid's dreams. I'm just like, but so that, that was a wake up call to me
0: for sure. Yeah. Cause we, when we ask you to like dream, like when they even say, it's like, if you could be, have, do anything in the world, no money, no limitations, what would it look like? And I will say that probably 75% of the women cannot complete 50 dreams, 50 goals, 50 lifetime things that they want just for them. It's always about everybody else. And it's really interesting when we go through that exercise, because, and when you listen to other people talk about it, Mm -hmm. what were you about to say? Nothing. When you hear other women talk about it, you actually get that you're not the only one that's in this, this space of, I got into this business because I thought this business was going to make me money. And I started doing the do of this business, but I never really chose this business. So many times when we don't choose business, they kind of fall into business or they kind of develop a habit. But like, this is like, is this what you choose to do with your life? And it's okay to change. I think seasonally we change as women, Mm -hmm. depending on what we're up to in life. So that was really critical. And then, you know, we, we walk you into like, what does your journey look like? Like, where are you at right now? Where do you want to go? What does that look like? We get you in that creative space because Karen will tell you creativity is the key to unlocking everything for women, right? How you think, how you believe, how you feel, it's all in there. And that's part of that creative mode. And then, you know, Karen's going to dive into the, the vision board. How many ladies like vision boards? You guys have all heard of them, right? So there's vision boards and there's mind movies. Both are powerful. And what's really cool is that each one of them work for you a little differently. But having that visualization, whether you walk yourself through it through a video or you're walking yourself through it through imagery, this is super important, you know, so then we walk you through that to create the life. What does it look like? Who are the people that you're going to need to bring into your life? What does that year look like to manifest? A manifesting is all about how you feel. And one of the things we've recognized as women is that to implement this and create the habit around this, the actual doing of this, you're going to need ongoing weekly support. I'm not, I mean, there's no doubt about it. You're going to have questions as you develop this new method, this new line of thinking as you start rewiring your brain, because, well, we use a certain uh, planning book. We've adjusted it for women. We've manipulated it, right? Because we recognize that even in its development, it still wasn't serving women. And so we had to go back through and kind of massage it and change it up. So how we teach this is we've really adjusted this for how women look at time, how women create time, how women think. And we focus more on the feelings and the intention than anything else. Mm-hmm. Right. But that, I mean, for you, Karen has this, and I know we've all been going through this, but ever since I've gotten into doing this, it really has changed a lot for me in life and in business. Like now I don't stress about doing things. Mm-hmm. I look at like, okay, if I need this time off, cause I already know I need time off. My family's here, everything else. I don't want to be doing anything with my work. I actually can see where I can get things done a little bit sooner or automate. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not stressing you know, or worried about those moments in my business.
1: Well, and I like it just because, you know, it's like I used to do the whole time blocking thing. And it's like, you know, you need to make a video here. You need to be posting for the next week here. like and But then I'd get down, I'd sit down, I'd be like, I really don't feel like making a video, or my hair's not dull. You know, it's like I'm not ready to make a video, but I can do this other task. And so I like it's like, so instead of time blocking per se, and it's like, and because like everything about what we do is when you feel, when you're feeling good about it, you're going to come across that way in your marketing. And so it's like instead of time blocking it, it's like I have my, My all the ideas that I need to work on that week, all the things that I want to work on, and it's like when and when I sit down and I'm looking to work on my business, I just choose which one I want to work on. Mm. That just works out better for me. I don't know. I mean, I get them all done, just don't get them all done in the necessarily exact order that I would have if I time blocked.
2: Yeah. See, I don't think I ever time blocked like. This is how I've always done my business, so it's very mm-hmm. like for me, it's very intuitive, um, and it's it's I I realized that time blocking is a thing, but it was just never. I, I don't know if I was never taught it or if I just went, well that's bull crap and I just didn't do it. I don't really know, but what I like, did like cuz I got to color things. I got to color <laughs> blocks. Each, each, each activity
1: had its own color. She oh, really liked so, that. So, oh, boy. that was what it was like, "Oh, cool, I get to use colors." I didn't know it was like blocking me into a certain task.
2: <laughs> yeah, I the thing for me is that like you can't force creativity like that either. Like you can't force yourself to be like, I'm gonna have the most creative genius to do a video at this time. Sometimes that's like that creates like the biggest like writer's block where you're like, ah, like there's so much pressure. I can't do it right now. And Mm -hmm. then you sit and you stare at your computer for like an hour instead of doing the video because you're like, I don't know what to do. Like for me, that's never how I've been able to do my business. It just, yeah, that just never made sense to me. So one thing that I've always loved doing is having a list of things like, okay, these this is the this is the stuff that I need to do, and then looking at my calendar and going, okay, like when does it make sense? When where are the white spaces where I can actually do those things? So that's where like for me the creativity always was able able to flow, and I don't ever feel like trying to think back. Like I don't ever feel like I stifled myself by doing it that way. It felt just really natural for me to do it. So I don't know, this is just a different process for everyone too, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the interesting thing. So we've had, as we have more women going through time magic with us, right? Like we know one of our members said, well, I finally found my flow when I'm most productive for my work. And she found that the mornings Monday through Thursday, she actually could do work on her, her work, her business. But Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, for her, were completely off the books. Like There right. was nothing that was going to get done. But she recognized that because as she was doing this and creating her intentions every single week and going through that accountability with us, she learned her rhythm. And that's really what we're, I think we're pointing to, is mm-hmm. that you will discover your rhythm as a female entrepreneur, and it might look a little differently from the person next to you. And that's what we we're going to say, yeah, that's okay. It's okay that your rhythm looks different. It's okay that you, how you are building your business looks different. And I think that's the the wake up call. And that's the shock a lot of women experience when they go through this. They're like, oh, so you mean I don't have to, like, should do the shitting. You shouldn't. I like that word. Shouldn't, like shouldn't all over your pla- all over yourself. You should. Yeah. The shitting, the shitting, shitting. all over your place
2: uh <laughs> all <laughs> over my place, the place. you're gonna throw over balls
1: instead
0: you're gonna I just throw balls you're gonna instead. throw balls instead, instead of, of shooting, shooting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you just, just threw balls. a ball at me she's caring she's throwing stuff at me i, I can see that it's yeah. very upsetting yes yeah. it is yes. totally she's chucking <laughs> stuff over there so but, <laughs> hey, wow, i has, have done <laughs> i don't even know what that shitting could have been Shitting could have, would have been a done something. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. back to time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so just wrapping up this conversation, I think this has been really interesting because we have come at this from three different perspectives <clears throat> of how we looked at time over the course of our entrepreneurship journey. And I hope for you that are listening in on the podcast that you're getting value from this because it really is life-changing for women when they understand that they don't have to be in blocks Uh, There are things that we talk, which are your uh, non-negotiables. There are things on your calendar that are non-negotiable. And those are the things that we want you to get present to. And then look at how do you want to create your business around your non-negotiables? Where do you want to spend the time working on it? Where do you want to spend the time with your family? And we cover seven areas of your life because we recognize that you're holistic. You're not a single entity with only one thing to do. So around that, we really give you uh, the ability to find yourself work on that internal dialogue around what you're creating and have a safe place to work with other women around this new conversation around how we look at time magic because really we're phenomenal creators of time when we look at how we're prioritizing our day our week our hour because this can be a lot of fun so let's remove a lot of that overwhelming stress and we're inviting you we have a black friday offer goes live on black friday at midnight Um, so if you're looking for that one, just keep posted. If you're not on our email list, you definitely want to get over there, uh, because you're going to get a really cool offer to partake in six live workshops with us, holding your hand walking you through this. So this is a done with you. Don't do it yourself. Um, and you're going to have a lot of fun working with a lot of different women from all over the world who are going to be building out their dream life and you get to witness that. And that's the beauty of what we create. So thank you guys for joining us on, did she really say that? How we manage time.